Welcome back to Infinite Geek Talk, an ongoing conversation between your hosts, former DC Comics editor and owner of Infinite Heroes Comics, Cards, and Collectibles in Watertown, Connecticut, Paul Santos, who is joined by owner of Rat's Nest Studios and lifelong student of the illustrated word, Keith Field. Let's listen in. I was thinking about too about the multiverse. So now is yeah, every yeah. story going to be a California falls in the ocean? Yes. DC? Yes, I, yeah. I believe so. For, I mean, for because you. for because what? Well, okay. Oh, for me specifically. Because I think the I All think right. the some modern yeah, readers I, I, don't care. Okay. Because they're buying. You know what I mean? Like I, right. I agree. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm no, saying, no, I don't Paul. Think it's I, 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 if that were the case, if I, if I feared that there could come a day, and that that day was today, that every story would become. California falls into the ocean. I, uh, I, I. If I ever thought there was any chance of that, I, I never would have worked at a comic book shop okay, or okay, good. continued to wash myself in these waters. Oh, okay, yeah. No, the stories will always matter. There's, there's never going to be a time that is, so many Californians can. We should probably remind everyone. Or if this was are your first recording? episode. Oh yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If we are going to use this material. That uh, I uh, a coin a, a term I coined with myself long ago and have shared with all of you the podcast listening audience is uh, my shorthand is California falls in the ocean. This refers to the fact that if during a crossover or world affecting event we start to see things happen to the shared world of the Marvel or DC universe that just can't be dialed back, like the moon blows up. Or Captain America explodes in a fountain of gore because a character snapped their fingers. At that point in my mind, California, as as it did in the pages of the Infinity Gauntlet, has just fallen off into the ocean. Something of such huge scale has happened that none of this will matter moving forward. It's all going to be undone with a snap or a, a resetting of the genie eggs or whatever needs to be done to end this event. So, no, as we watch a hand literally snap and baby multiverses swim out of Pariah's hand, I, I don't dismiss Dark Crisis oh, as uh, California falling into the ocean. We ain't there. Uh, even with, you know, this thing, uh, Paul and I were talking off uh off record about dark, this past week's Dark Crisis. I suppose out of order then, Paul, as, as we were comparing notes before right. we went to the record, let us discuss our, or let us initiate, Richard, if you please, Maestro, our, our book, our, our, our first and, and gloriously uh, uh, smooth flowing, well-oiled machines uh, 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 actually, I've fallen off track. Uh, so I, I dare suggest the whole operation has fallen apart. Yeah, right. I'm All right. Like, oh, okay. The music to cue there, maybe dare to be stupid. Yeah, done. Uh, okay, so with a bit of a rewind, ahem, Richard, cue the music for our first uh, and, and, and beloved uh, ongoing regular feature, our Book of the Week choice. Your official Infinite Heroes books of the week, ladies and gentlemen. So, so Paul, what was your pick as last week's best read? Your book of the week. Uh, I'm gonna go with Dark Crisis number four. Dark Crisis number four, and that's why we had to change up the order. Normally, yeah. this would have happened at the end of the, yeah, the episode. Yeah, yeah. So continue. Uh, no, I still think it's I think it's the best crossover book DC's done in a while. 
Um, I'm putting it through the ringer, and I I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, and there's no actual. It does a pretty good job than than most uh, crossovers where there's this is the story. It feels more like need... an event than the metal books did, and that makes me sad to say because I, yeah, I think because well, yeah. metal should have been a home run. And for a lot of reasons, it got minimized and didn't get its chance to shine, and, and it was kind of narratively muddled. And there are some brilliant moments and ideas there. Uh, so I'm, I'm not here to give it a thumbs down, but yeah, this yeah. feels a, a lot more of a, this. these are things that will matter. There are story beats here that will matter even with new realities and, and new narratives potentially kicking yeah. in. And, I, I and that's do, why it's not California has fallen into the ocean. Right. And I like the fact that, like, the Titans matter more in this. Yep. Um, I do like the. there are a lot of villains. I wish I'm with you. I miss the days where the villains were at least named in the dialogue. I understand, like, not putting a caption. Right. Saying, this is Firefly. This is right. Captain Cold. But you got to say their names at how, some point. How hard is it to show a splash page with numbers in the back as a fun little bonus? If you're wondering who everybody was, and you put the little numbers, oh, that's not I love those little I things. I can answer you. That's no longer artistic enough. Do you remember the, the hell with your artist? Do you remember the little um, the asterisks that said someone say an event? Hawkman, remember when we were on Thanagar, and yeah. there would be a little star. It says Back read Hawk. We could be little scientists, right, right, and interact. It would say uh, check with out a living world, right? Check out Hawkman's adventure in Hawkman three through twelve or something. Well, that's. Wait a minute. Kind of gone out the window. Paul, on this very topic, listen, all of you, I, I will give you a mission. Uh, I, I, of course, pride myself on my villain knowledge, and as, as much as I am the Grand Kaiser of the, the Marvel Universe's supervillain community, um, I, I'm still a mighty uh, authority in, in the, the House of Ideas, but there are gaps because there are whole families of books Modern books modern. that I only skim. Yeah. So a lot of modern creations. You want to talk about the villains and concepts through the Bronze Age, through the '80s into the '90s. I'll I'll arrogantly swagger that I am Johnny Big Boy and and can go to the mats with anybody continuity wise. But the modern stuff, there's plenty of gaps. So. As I look at these splash pages of villains and I sit there snarkily saying, oh, there's Scorpius. He's died twice since the new 52. And so on. Yeah, even that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Then I come to uh, a a villainess that I've never seen before and my heart did a double beat. Because it's just the kind of aesthetic that I love in my games and in my stories. It's an evil housewife. It, it's just—it's oh, no a woman idea. with an apron no and a rolling pin. Is. And the idea of a supervillainous evil housewife is very important to Keith Strausfield. So if any of you know who that is, if that's an actual villainess, I just want to know who she's fought. She's got to be someone. No, she's got to be somebody, no, right? Yeah, they won't. Yeah, yeah. There's they no just they like generic you're not, sketches. You're not allowed to. Uh, it's, I racked is, my brain, and the best I could come up with was during uh, Emperor Joker. <laughs> <laughs> that the the weird version of Wonder Woman was oh they didn't go that far back was called uh, she because of the lack of editorial smooth that ran through Emperor Joker yeah they called her two different things one of them is Wonder Woman or one it didn't make sense and she's a porn star oh I do remember this but yeah. she looks like a um, housewife with a rolling pin right so I was thinking maybe she's like the Earth Q version no of that no they wouldn't do that they wouldn't all right. do that alright that was the best I could manage uh, so if anyone knows who evil housewife well, is she's my new favorite late, member of the secret society of supervillains I need to know who she later is later I can show you who she is because she'll be on DC Wiki 
Oh, you think? No, that's how it works. Oh, they, uh, oh. There's, oh, I shouldn't reveal too much stuff. But uh, yeah, DC, info. DC Wiki uh, will always list every character. Right. I will not say how or why so, they do so that. So how in that issue? Yeah, they'll list. And it. the accuracy yep. point is non-negotiable. No, yeah, that is that's official. All right. Yeah, that'll be official. All right, so list. that that that's Dark Crisis Four. I mean, you got to be happy seeing Green Lanterns featured in the fashion they are because those are some of the stronger beats yeah, in that story. Yeah, as much and I, as much of a Kyle fan I am, I don't mind when Hal takes the lead because I do like. Hal, like he's fine. Word. He's not my. He's not my bottom tier Green Lantern. If I haven't said it before, I said it to you yesterday, and I, I felt as though your breathing pattern did change slightly. So I'll I'll tell our, our oh. interested masses. If if Keith had the ability to perform a service for the DC universe in the Green Lantern household, it would be to rewrite time, the universe, and everything in such a way that we got Jeff Johns, and he did everything he did for the franchise. Still. But in that better timeline, there's only one Green Lantern. Well, I don't fight And you his on this. name is Kyle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I can't imagine you would. No, your of boy. course, of course, yeah. But yeah, I, I dig the character a lot, so I'm just happy to see the very concept return. Yeah. Because it's been gone for too long. Yeah, and I think it's... I, 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 I was kind of hoping Hale would stay dead. Same well, for Barry. Well, we've talked about this, not again on Green Lantern tangent, but like... There are things you could do with every single current Green Lantern to not make them Green Lantern. Word. And just keep... And I, I'm going to say Kyle for sake of argument. Okay. Because I love Kyle, so I know other people have other favorites. But this does not mean getting rid of Jessica oh, yeah. Cruz or... No, no, I'm not like, saying kill anybody. Oh, I am saying killing one person because I think it's <laughs> I think it's stupid that she even No, exists. no. No, Paul, you have to make a concession. You have to meet the universe uh, halfway. One of them, well, all right. Then I even kill, in your fantasy. Then I was, you see, and I think we've gone... She goes bad, Paul. Well, that's fine. That... But I think Alan Scott and I think Alan Scott could go away. He's yeah. another completely ruined character at this point. That's where I reveal my the, the, where the, because people sometimes ask, you know, with the, with your preoccupation with getting rid of death in books and and your love of retro bullcrap, right, right, right. it shocks me that you like the '90s. I said, well, because all of us are, are hypocrites of the heart, right? right it comes right. down to it. I liked Zero Hour a lot, and I felt the JSA should have stayed old ass dead. I was glad. Mo- is seeing a new generation right, take over. Right, most of them did stay dead. The only ones who came back were Wildcat, Jay, yeah, and Alan but Scott. so the idea of no Alan Scott, I think that's it, way, is delicious. Way, yeah, and same, way overdue. Same thing with Jay Garrick. I don't need Jay anymore. Right, you know, it's, he and feels. And I, there was a day I, I can't believe that Keith Field would speak these words ever. You know, the, the, the young me would have wanted me dead. <laughs> if, you know, for even suggesting such a thing that yes, Jay should die. Jay yeah. should pass. And it, it doesn't even have to be dramatic. It should be a nice, quiet. And this, I should also point point slumber. out, this has nothing to do with Dark Crisis Four. But I do like Dark Crisis Four. It has a lot, big hero lineup, correct? Big villain lineup. We're allowed our tangents um, from time to time, but the, ultimately, the, it's solid. The writing issue, is man. solid. It's yeah. uh, it's not. I will say, if anyone's looking for it in terms of an infinite crisis or flashpoint, it's not as like universe breaking every page. Because every page right. of Infinite Crisis, something that's, huge. But that's is what happening. makes it feel so, you know, it's so smaller. Much it's better. Yeah. It's that you're, it is a microcosm and right. it has its own little rules, its own little arena call, right. as it were. Right, right, right. Um, uh, the, the threats to the heroes do not feel like we need a reboot to undo them, and that's very satisfying. Oh, sure. And sure. The, the weird compliment I'll play it is this in the same way that. I have shared with you and and all of our fans my bizarre reasons for liking Morbius. Not the movie. I'm not a liar. But the character and the franchise. The idea of 
in those issues when he fights the living eraser or the melter, that pairing of this weird ass vampire against grade Z oh, villains right. is cool to me. Right, right. So too <clears throat> would I say of the the Dark Crisis storyline, stories in which a villain is dramatically boosted up and it is understood throughout whatever's going on that they are possessed or inhabited by someone else or it's an imposter of that villain i really like those stories yeah, I when like they what, happen i like what they're doing you know what i mean yeah and i don't like the uh, stories in which like dr doom's doing crap and you know it's not doom in the armor yeah. i i love those stories yeah. There's nift. It shows the reality of those characters, those franchises, and those concepts that they can be impersonated, and that themes the event. So I guess it's my minor spoiler to say, I really enjoy the Deathstroke aspect of this thing as a result. Right. I don't know how that's been going. I don't know. I've heard. I've saw reviewers be like, "Oh, it's being implied that Pariah is controlling." The Great Darkness. I don't I, read that. I don't read that I don't at read, all. I was very bizarre. No. Reading cool is one of these no, people. The thing, and I'm no, like, there no, there is a read. The read is that they specifically are checking the idea that there is an entity behind the Great Darkness right. itself. Yeah. And it seemed as though... Now, this, I would suggest, is open to uh, debate. The dialogue between Luthor and Deathstroke would imply to me that Luthor has figured out what is influencing the great darkness. Oh, probably, yeah. Yeah, that he was probably. speaking through Deathstroke. And I was like, well, it, it, and, and this will sound like a slam, I apologize. It wasn't cleanly enough written for me that that was made obvious. Yeah, right. But that, that, that's what I, I took give, away I'll from I'll give you that one for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, it was a little more of an imprint. So uh, I will tell you that my book of the week last week... Oh, sure. Uh, ...was a DC title as well for, again... DC maintains the creative verb these days. And uh, that book was the Flashpoint Batman number five. Yeah, a very good book. Loving that very good book. Loving that title, but that issue in particular. Now, I really can't you know, say what I, I wish to say about it without immediately going into spoilers, not only for it, but for Dark Crisis to some degree. But I'll try not to make them deep, uh, crannied spoilers. Uh, it is enough to know that the book opens with a character announcing that it has been several weeks since the end of Dark Crisis. Now, I, I won't even say everything that follows, but what th then you could then guess is we see the landscape of the DC Universe to come before we actually see the landscape of the DC Universe to come. Now, uh, the book is brilliant. Uh, and regardless, I don't feel that it really takes anything away from Dark Crisis. But given the fact that we are now seeing a supposed communication of what the universe is going to wind up as, it does engender a lot of excitable conversation that I think you have to avoid. Things about yeah, the Justice Society and everything else, because we don't know. The, even this could be a story beat that is informing Dark Crisis. That this, two weeks later, two months later, or whatever it is, could be something that wipes away by the end of Dark Crisis. Right, right. And there's also, uh -oh. and for people who don't know, this is the book that's, that uh, stars uh, Thomas Wayne as Batman. So you've Correct. seen the Flashpoint Batman in toys and, and it's, stuff. It's been brilliant. It's uh, every theme Johns has been playing with forever. And it 
ties super hard into Doomsday Clock. So if your way of approaching him was just Doomsday Clock, ties hard to it. I think it's way. I think it ties in more to the Doomsday Clock than it does Flashpoint. If oh yeah, I'm being hundred percent. Yeah, honest. yeah, yeah. Regardless I mean, as to what the world ba- it's set on. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I get the Batman stuff, but um, it's way more Doomsday. I clock. think last week I actually had went gone ahead and you know said and spoiled. So I'll just come out and say it that I believe at the end of this thing the Flashpoint Earth is going to be the new home Earth of the JSA that Johns is then going to be writing and doing Stargirl on. Uh, the sequence we see, so now I'll just lead into it, in this week's Flashpoint indicates that that is exactly the case. And this is the Earth of the well, JSA well, also now. Dark Crisis 4. And at it, the end of Dark Crisis 4, you see, yeah, yeah, and you, that's that spoil, is that we see the new multiverse spill out of Horizon. Now, the thing I think, the only reason I think that's not going to happen is because you don't do that in issue 4. You know what I mean? From, a, from an they editorial. Did, yeah. No, I know. But, and also, and none obviously, of the, the bigger story none isn't of the, the sites, multi- And none of the sites are going crazy. Like, the, the right. fans, the new sites. It doesn't sites. feel like this is your universe. Yeah, I, and that's, that's why, who knows? But the flip side being with the Flashpoint business, that given John's is notorious, well, Jeff, yeah, yeah, Jeff's I do what I want in my bubble. Even then, he could just be spoiling the end, eventual end of Dark Crisis. Right, right, right. So it's more a question of that than the other thing. Today. It's going to be a long. It's going to be a long uh, three months. Because it ends in three months. Uh, it's the kind of thing Dark Uncle Crisis. Grant would would go on at length but about. Fla- the metafiction becomes this but interesting Flash- evolving animal. But Flashpoint is done. Flashpoint next, beyond one more next issue. One more issue. Yeah. More so issue. that's why I think you're not. I, I don't know. It's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting. I, I don't want him to die. I really like that character. Well, because the JSA are in Dark Crisis. That's what the only reason yeah. why I don't think. Okay. I think you're gonna end up with multiverse stuff. I I, so, I shrug with acceptance, but right. yet we don't know. Right. So fascinating stuff. And even with that aside, uh, I really love the weird little version of the DCU he's he's building so quickly. You know, like the fact that the rogues well, gallery trying- were all just gimmicky normal thugs without powers yeah, in yeah. an alley. Yeah, yeah. I, I dig that. But yet, then he leaned hard in with a, a zebra woman and some other stuff. I, I dig it, man. I right. enjoy well, now when somebody able, lets free like now that. Now he's able to do whatever, not whatever that, he wants, but he's got, he's got more freedom now. It, and I, it feels happy. There's an energy there that yeah. I really love. We should not uh, piss off our Marvel fans. We should probably talk about D23. Well, well Paul, yeah. Keith Charles Field, the master of the segue, was going to say that as we conclude this successful uh, uh, installment of uh, this beloved feature, our books of the week. See, I, I didn't say cue the music that time. I think now we've got it down. He knew. Boom. You hit that music. <laughs> uh, that uh, as... I had a beautiful segue, mind you. Stomped all over. Oh, it. You're a I monster. Didn't, I didn't say any, a word, but okay. It's all right. It's all right. All I right. forgive you. I forgive you, Paulito. Uh, that indeed, this past week, it was this. It was this, you glorious bastard. This is my segue. Let me see if I can resurrect it. it, it now the expectation is so high, it's going to come across as so half-baked. Don't Just don't forget it. It's fully baked. I promise you, America. And beyond. Oh, no, it's slipping away already because Paul spoke. Oh, oh man. It's hurtful. It's hurtful. It's this. Uh, I, hi there, friends. Uh, we were talking about the industry, right? We were talking about uh Do you need Ritalin creators. or something? <laughs> Jesus. Paul, this is my process. We were talking about talking heads. We were talking about the world of, of the media, of the interwebs, of the YouTubes, of, of the Twitters, of the, the Reddits. <clears throat> and we were talking about content creation. 
And specifically, we were discussing, as Paul has presaged before I, I fell off the edge of my brain, uh, the announcements that were made at the D23 Disney uh, showcase. And we'll go into a little more detail as to what it is before we talk about those announcements. Uh, but at any rate, uh, you know, you we had last week talked about the expectation of D23. And I had said that I've been hearing that one of the surprise things you can expect is that Disney will be acknowledging the passionate response to the narrative absence of Elizabeth Olsen <laughs> and that there would be some tease made about the Scarlet Witch and Elizabeth Olsen and the vision in the future, even if it was just going to be some paltry and, throwaway. And I had heard uh, FF stuff. Like and I you had heard, heard that from FF multiple stuff. sources that at least a cast announcement. So I felt it would be necessary to lead on the fact that uh, I make this announcement. <clears throat> Hello, friends. I, I would like you all to join me as a posse as I, I stare virtually out across the, the universe at the individuals. There are two who uh, were my talking heads who said to me, not to an internet, but to me during the course of, hey man, really love the podcast, level conversations. Uh, various bits and pieces that I have found have been increasingly ill-borne out about some recent television and movie releases. This is the last straw. Hello, my dear ones. You are to be shot into the sun. And I hate you very much. You know who you are, the two of you. It, one, of them, I, one of them is not me, in I, case I, anyone's I, wondering. I, I'm kidding. I love I, you very I, much. I, I might be one. Okay, but, okay, okay. But make no mistake. You will be shot into the sun. You will not know when. You will not know by what contrivice, but you shall. And and when you are carbonized, justice will be done. But I had to make an example of you here, at least conceptually, lest we lose our credibility. Now, Paul, that's how much I worry about our integrity. Where are Where is the integrity of any idiot online, whether it was in the Reddit oh, or the YouTube yeah, or the Twitterverse, yeah. coming forward to bow their head in the wake of this underwhelming horror show of nothingness that they called the D23. Well, they're still saying... Now, Paul, pause. You see what my segue was? You see how beautiful it was? Yeah, sure. See how many levels there were? Sure. Think about how you threatened it. Okay, yeah. Right. I mean, you that's did. on me. You that's, did, right? That's on me, yes. All right, Paul, and that's why I love you. Uh, now, in the wake of your, your humble admissions, continue. Uh, yeah, I mean, there are, they're posting videos Riddle that Henry indeed. that Henry Cavill is still going to be Dr. Doom. <laughs> like, that's what they're posting. They're not yeah, apologizing. They won't even stop I, now. I can't. I don't understand. Like, and I'm not saying, like. Hey, friends. Hey, friends of any one of the 14 podcasts or channels with the word awesome in your title. <sighs> yeah, Listen you, to me, I, you, you clickbait anglefish. <laughs> Marone. Yeah, those. Yeah, stop, stop lying. Yeah, don't listen to those people. I've stop told you that it. before. Stop it with your awesome. It's not awesome to fib. That was awesome. I've had a very hard life. I tend to believe people did, at face value. Did you believe them? You're on not the, being awesome to me. You awesome. Did you, did you believe them on the Henry Cavill stuff too? Yeah, they're lying jerks. Yeah, there was stop a, lying. There was also a pretty say things you know. There was a big name. Do you like bread? That's clickbait. You said, you know what? I like bread. I see that. I'm gonna click. I'm gonna click. I'm gonna give you your clicks. That's and you didn't lie. Don't lie to me. Talk yeah. about bread. Yeah, it's... Go on, Paul. Uh, a a semi-big-named actress who I'm blanking on was also rumored to be Sue Storm. That didn't... No oh, announcements oh, oh, oh. were made. Yes, that after the, the, the last supposed 
uh, favorites were uh, Glenn Howerton of It's Always Sunny fame, because supposedly uh, Krasinski's totally out. Oh, uh, right. Krasinski's out. Yeah, I think that's 100% true. Um, it makes me sad. Yeah. I, I think there's a, a thing to be done there. And it makes me sad I, that the Emily Blunt was not a consideration for Sue. Well, because, because she, of her. She because of her, her she, she bowed out. And that's then, worth saying that people don't know. Yeah, yeah, so Emily Blunt and John Krasinski are married, for anybody who doesn't know. Uh, they wanted both of them to be in the FF. Emily Blunt just isn't interested in doing action franchises anymore. I guess Quiet Place doesn't count as an action franchise. It still makes me sad. Uh, so Krasinski said if his wife's not doing it, he's not doing it. That's why you saw him in, in... They would have been perfect. That's why you saw him in Multiverse of Madness as it's a... the self-appointed uh, steward of the Fantastic Four franchise. Yeah. They would have been perfect. That's also why he has a beard, I found out. That's oh. why Chris, because so you can't so Disney won't like it won't take away from seeing the real Reed Richards oh. first. Oh, the painful narratives. Uh, but the, the psycho battles. But the uh, but the amount of clickbait like people stop going to Cosmic Book News or <laughs> the hype or all these other places because oh, they're wrong boy, all the time. You out? I don't give a shit about those people. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they're like they're poison. They yeah. are clickbait poison. Yeah. They posted someone posted a picture. Of an onstage FF cast announcement, like 3 a.m. LA time. Where I don't know, I don't know if anybody needs to hear this, but they're not making announcements at 3 a.m. on the West Coast. And, and I wish Warner Brothers would hammer down this Henry Cavill deal so that all these stupid rumors could end. And then maybe they will get him for something at Marvel. Who knows? I'm just tired of it being Galactus. I, I really don't I, want to derail this, but i got to ask you a question now because I've never had the courage to say this. Yeah. What is with all of you people in this Henry Cavill? Man of Steel is perhaps the worst movie ever made. Yeah, but I will tell you from a business perspective. I don't even get into the fan Oh, is it stuff. just that? Is it just because we want to maintain momentum? The fan... Because so I get you, that. So you already know Henry Cavill, yeah, right? Yeah, that's it. So this is, the, this is what happens in everything media-wise. Yeah. You're risking... And this is for WB to listen the to The Banjo-Kazooie principle. I guess yes, because Rare had no top tier oh, yes, independent franchises. Yeah. But when Microsoft made those Microsoft properties, the feeling was even if it's just a handful of fans, it's still born in fans. Right. So Henry Cavill is big. He didn't bomb on anything, right? So you can't discount him. So you're hoping that whoever yeah, you hot, get to give him that. whoever you're getting to replace Henry Cavill is going to be on equal footing of Henry Cavill, and there's no one. There's no fan casting. I, I, I get all that. You know what I'm saying? Like if there was, and, and, and if, that's what if, I'm saying. If it's just that, if, I get it. If there was a show on Netflix, like let's say it was even Lord of the Rings yeah. or, or, or uh, House of the Dragon. Yeah. If there was a guy that looked like Superman that was like in his 20s, like 20s, that people are like, he should play Superman. Oh, he would ew. get it. Ew, that's the but, dark side of meta, yeah, isn't you're it, never though? Like Henry Cavill is too bankable. Uncle Grant has taught you're, us all so much. Yeah, you're not, you're not, uh, WB would be stupid to waste that. Um, okay, so uh, to continue yes. the thought, though. Uh, now, Marvel, on the, on the flip side, th these rumors of Oh, him... well, actually, before we, we get too deep, it is worth saying, D23 is an annual showcase that is put on by the Disney Corporation, yeah. an upfront, and a bunch of other things where they're going to make announcements about all of their different brands moving into the next year. We had talked about it a little bit last week. And it was laughably bad, uh, I think. It, there used to Very be a level bad. of exclusivity. You know, most organizations do have their elites, the elite fan, the, the generous donor, that sort of thing. Somewhere along the line, the D... The D well, I suppose that's a... I don't want to go off on that tangent because I, I tend to get addicted to it, but... The whole, like, secret world of Disney fandom is fascinating. 
Oh, yeah. And the media that covers and is attached to that media is pretty fascinating, too. You can see all manners of whispers of it online. And if you go to YouTube, there's any number of different channels and cultures dedicated to it. It's neat stuff, but it's also terrifying because it's, you know, neat and terrifying. But it's out there to be found out. And D23 used to be a little more of an exclusive entity. Now, like content creators casual media, and even just fans can wind up at D23. But there is still some level of uh, curated mystery and exclusivity well, about D23. Well, right. And they, Do you think that's a fair summary of D23? Yeah, well, yes, but D23 didn't matter until like two or three years ago. Well, because like, people released, didn't... Right. That's when they could they, market it. That's yeah. when they turned it into a I, showcase. I think it was like three years ago is when they announced all the shows. It right. wasn't at San Diego or New York Comic Con. Yep. It was at D23. And you had a trailer for WandaVision. At it least used, a trailer used for WandaVision. It to be the make-believe receival of light for this, the make-believe Mason this, that was the hidden Disney right, fan. Right, the Avengers video game, was re- uh, the trailer was released right, there. Right, right. This weekend, no video game trailer of note, right? All right, Zero. so yeah, so the things from this so, weekend. So no, so, now, video, so no, nothing video game-wise no video that game. I am familiar with. Uh, actually, there was um, the their magic game. There was it's someone... a card game. That's I, not I a know. game. That's I'm not a video game. The, 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 that's a card and game. And that's going to die a horrible death, yeah, I'm so assuming. Well. They have announced a collectible card game featuring the Disney characters uh, that will play like Magic the Gathering. Well, with, and that, to clarify, that's Disney characters, Any Disney Marvel, anything, yes, yeah. Star Wars, everything. Uh, the the, the Disney... news was just Disney stuff. The, but they're going to add They're going to add. They, well, they have to. So now you're gonna have Mickey Mouse, your Mickey Mouse card will beat your Wolverine card or something. Boom. You know? <laughs> Boom. Um, True that, yo. All the Disney proper stuff was, for me, very yawn fest. Yeah, and, and, and really, I no reason to linger on the Disney. Let's just talk yeah. about the Marvel and even the Star Warsery and associated genre. I, uh, one thing I will say: Sarah Jessica Parker looks worse in Hocus Pocus uh, than, Bette, than Bette Midler, and I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> now look, like Bette Midler is like. 80? Paul, listen, I am accused constantly of being a pretty shitty homosexual. That yeah, I, I'm pretty I, sure I, I'm you know, that, that. That I blur a lot of the lines and I have my own unique takes on the culture. So I believe in this case, if I say anything negative about this movie, I'm probably doing terrible things to my standing in, in gay society. Do gay people like Hocus Pocus? Yes. Oh, I did not know that. So, but, but more importantly, Sarah Jessica Parker. So what I'll oh. give you is I'm going to give you a pleading and 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 you know, nod or shake of my head. You don't have to tell the people right. how I'm reacting. Right. Okay, I won't say anything. There you go. So, yeah, let it be known which side of history I stand. So nobody... So none of the... So, so none of the Disney stuff. Uh, that was woman important. was in Naugatuck last year. Who was? The, one of oh the yes, Hocus yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the the voice uh, Peggy, Hill, Peggy Hill. The, Peggy yeah. Hill. I'm sorry, I don't Ka- know your name. Ka- Kathy Seuss. No, no, that's not right. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't. I don't know your name. I didn't I'm not the one who met you though. I think you did. I didn't, didn't meet you? her either. Oh, you think I'm waiting oh, on a line to meet that? Some of my customers met her. And sure. she wasn't. It's it's. You sure it's not connected? No, that's Bobby Hill. It's, no, she's it, she's, she's someone. Her name is her name is her name is Sister Habit Woman. Yes, I, she's I think awesome that's her Sister name. Habit. I think that's her uh, name. So the Disney stuff was pretty much a a, a, a fail. 
um, the Star Wars stuff. We're, we'll go in order. Star of how, Wars is also, now dead, so only zombie Star Wars on television yeah, now. So Mandalorian season three looked great. That trailer, mm, sure. I was pretty. I I know you're not fond of the the mm, Mandalorian stuff, I, I even can, though that's the whole show correct. is called the Mandalorian. I don't like the ninjas and Daredevil shows either, Paul. I'm a very complicated character. This is the way. Okay. Yes, it's a pass. But that trailer didn't look quiet. That trailer it didn't looks that, fine, yeah. but it looks so vanilla to me. I want, I, I want something. What do you? What does that mean? I want something I'm gonna that blows a, me out. I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna put, put my on. editor you exactly. hat on and be. What does that mean? All right, Paul. Let's you know what editors do most of the time? Also, just at, they answer questions with I other questions. I wasn't sure. Pro tip. <laughs> <laughs> pro tip made. Yeah. I wasn't sure that we really wanted to linger on Star Wars. No, we're not lingering. It's we just we just but, got all here. Right. Very well. I will tell you, editor. I feel that any of the standards that have been put forward about the Mandalorians, the Mandalorian culture, and the extended universe are best ignored, and we should start whole cloth anew. But this we are, would, though, kind of. But we are kind of. Right. This, yeah, I accept this is, that. Yeah, we and are kind of. And we kinda. have kind of throughout the these beginning seasons. Yeah. I accept that. It's not like I'm such a weird, you know, hypocritical troll that... I don't see there's logic flaws in that. It's just it's my way. But I've accepted it and tried to meet the show halfway with things like that Cad Bane guy, for example. I don't give a shit about the cartoons, but I, I know. Oh, yeah. That's... But I know enough about them that I'm like, yeah, okay. We're going to get a lot of angry emails because that we statement. Are. Of course we are. But that's exactly it, right? right. It's, that's my relationship with the extended universe. I know about it all. I, I know about it, but I don't care. But and I'd rather the... we stray from but it. But that's the Disney. You have right. To, like, get, like, the but Mandal- the Disney really is the kind of. Just like you said. Right, because all the real, the I won't say the real, the older EU that's gone. Right. Uh, Mandalore, there was a lot, Correct. a lot of lore behind Boba Fett and so, Mandalorians. So we're going to get a different version of it all. We're going to get a Disney version of it all, which still is going to draw from the expanded universe. Kind of. Kind of. So it, that, yeah. I think we're right. on the same page right, now. Right, right, right. So that's my problem. So no, I'm not sitting here telling you I'm not going to watch that show. And I'm not sitting here telling you that uh, we should just shoot all of it into the sun. But I'd rather see the expectations subverted. Like Grand Admiral Thrawn, for example. Yeah. I don't want to, in my headcanon and my culture, here's where I want Disney culture to go with with the Star Wars stuff storytelling. Right, right, right. I want to see a version of Grand Admiral Thrawn. As if a crisis had taken place, and in the wake of a post-crisis environment, this is the Disney-era Grand Admiral Thrawn. I want to meet kind of head-on. Does that make sense to no, you? No, it doesn't. Okay. It okay. does not. I, I want to own kind of. I want to say, let's go ahead and uh, acknowledge that we're not going to stay stayed to the continuity of either, that we can weave these elements in and craft a new canon that is the synthesis of the expanded universe and uh, but these think, new but projects. But I think that's what they're trying to do. Because the cartoons oh, are... I do think that's what they're yeah, trying to do without the car- stating it. I right. say own it as a philosophy. Yeah, no, I think, but I think they're doing that. Because the cartoons are most, not most, but like a lot of the fan base... Otherwise you're going to wind up with mistakes, is my point. Just right. like after a reboot or a crisis. Right. Um, well, I will to defend Disney a little bit, the only EU stuff that is not... Uh, live action that anyone cares about are the cartoons. So your comics and your books don't matter like they didn't matter 30 years ago. So Still, Paul, I, you know, I, and this is a sidetrack and I apologize. It still does chafe me that they don't matter because we were all sold a, bowl, I, a, a, a bill of goods that they all matter, well, that number was, one. Even the old Marvel series, we were told it was canon. Right, right. With Plith. 
and that damn rabbit. The bunny. Yeah. Uh, we were told those things matter. Sure. You but know? Disney's one who killed it. So, you know, more it, or less. You know, the and so I get the billboards and I get the tears. So I'll never slam any fan of the expanded universe who doesn't defer to it on my weird level, but honestly, genuinely loves it. They, they got a right to their pain. But I, was, I get it. But I, but I don't know without, and I'm making my way through the cartoons right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to and catch so is Richard, season. I believe. I had been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm Clone Wars. Yeah, I'm only on season one of Clone Wars. Yeah, it's very much a kid. That Jar Jar episode, I was like, my wife is like, why are you twitching? I'm like, because I can't. Like, I am familiar with this episode. Yeah, given my own spotty watching of all of it. Who are these children who like Jar Jar Binks? Because I didn't. No, any of them. I was in <laughs> high school when that came out, and my cousins were younger. I think it's less about the children Friends. who like Jar Jar no Binks. One likes, no one likes... I am here to say that's a lie. The no first, one likes Jar Jar Binks. No, of course it's a lie. No it's, one. it's the first episode of House of the Dragon where you acknowledge that in the future that Khaleesi is going to fight the, the winter. Oh, don't worry. The, you, the, the, they the, acknowledged the, 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 it okay. then, uh, again, last night. Excellent. So they keep it's the same talking principle. about this. I don't want know why. Again? Trying to own the poison. But... I will, Dignity. I will say that. Uh, now I lost my train of thought. Um, this Who's season, Adrenaline? This, I'm a monster. This, That's what I heard. Right. This season of Mandalorian seems to be focused a lot on expanding the Mandalorian as a race. Correct. Thing. It, I like the fact that like Mando's uh, sect of Mandalorians are like crazy cultists. Correct. And they're more like the original Mandalorian. It's a perfect framing it's device for a cool. quote unquote innocence POV. Yeah, I I like it a lot. Because it I, doesn't cuck the POV at all. Right. If, if that makes sense. Right. Uh I like I think they're probably gonna talk about more about the Empire. Because the Great Purge is from the original Correct. Uni- the original EU. And, and let me say that, and and I'm not interrupting you. Uh, stick with that. Yeah. Is that it the benefit of the embracing the expanded universe stuff for me, you know, whereas I, I just kind of spoke to the negative, right. is it's nice to have this lore that's been in my head and in so many of our heads from novels and from these scattered sources get put out there as the visual medium. It right. feels like a victory, right? Right, right. So that's where I am pleased about those kinds of establishments. Yeah, yeah. That you can have characters say, you know, well, you know, now we can actually speak out in a live action forum because that's more real for me. How things went down with the Mandalorians. And there, for example, in Solo, when we saw Darth Maul, that was a big moment for me. I know everyone hated that movie. No, I, I liked it too. Moment. Yeah, I liked it too. We're owning a thing in the yeah. cartoons. We're making it real. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I, I we're owning a thing in any of the expanded universe. I like when it's made real. Yeah, and I, I but think, I still want Grand Admiral Thrawn to live. Oh, well, he past was, his character's eventual well, death. Well, yeah, but what was he in? He was in the cartoon. And then after that... Was he insult? He was supposed to be in a live action and wasn't? Well, now he was supposed to be, or he will be the villain of Ashoka, or Ahsoka. Oh, he is going to be the villain yeah, of yeah, Ahsoka. Yeah. Okay, so he survives? Well, I, I no, the, the death doesn't happen until well after the events of that show. Oh, okay. I just, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, but is that in the old, the original EU? Yes. No, so, but yeah, but that's, that's the where problem. the kind the of original, principle comes in. That's the, yeah, what I'm but saying. Disney does not acknowledge that. They don't acknowledge any of the original EU. So he's not the, dead his, on their timeline. That's what I'm saying, yeah, Paul. Yeah, now you understand. Yeah, he's that's not where dead. I was coming yeah. from in the beginning. Yes. Yeah. So and that's where I embrace it all. Yeah. It's like it, the, we're getting a new version of it. It's meeting it halfway. Right. So yes, now you understand at last. Now saying that, the uh, 3D, an, another, and I know these people, I like 2D animation. I, I'm a monster, apparently. No, but man, like, that monsters three, together. That 
CGI cartoon. I don't know. I'm like, really? Yeah. We're still doing this? Like, yeah. we're still doing CGI cartoons? Wasn't the whole point to keep it cheap and it was impressive to the rooms yeah. at those given times? Listen, I, I, I the, the producers... We're done. It's no longer impressive. The, yeah, the producers of Invincible and Castlevania... Randy Maniacs all, routinely have, can animate things in, in 3D, render online just for their naughty pornography. They, There's no art in it anymore. No, they've all come out and said it's not that much cheaper to do it in 2D because in 2D you're still doing uh, computer stuff. Right. So this whole 2D place. Oh, we did Clone Wars as CGI, so now every Star Wars cartoon is CGI. Please make draw now. Is annoying. Art pretty. Uh, and then the other Star Wars announcement is no more movies. No more movies. That, that's what I mean. That about was interesting. Zombies. That was interesting. Star Wars is now an undead monster. That yes, we have hit the point in Star Wars narrative where a corporation is telling us. We love our Star Wars. The algorithm has determined it is more profitable this way. You will watch on our network shows. This uh, but, is bizarro world, man. Yeah, and I and I'm I've I'm with a lot of the Star Wars fans that you could do a lot of other movies. Like mm -hmm. you know the, the big the easy one that everybody harps is Knights of the Old Republic, which mm -hmm. would be very easy to do as a trilogy or whatever and everybody would go Dude, nuts. Dude, go get a pad, go get a pen. We'll have 10 movies down within well, the next right, 5 minutes. Right, 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 you know, right. We already do have 2. Come on. Uh, but it's very interesting. I think that was... Uh, but again, only two trailers. Only Mandalorian and... Um, uh, I think they saw the first episode of Andor. That's not public, though. That was like one of these, like, if you're at D23, you get to watch right, 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 Andor. Right. Again, that's the Velvet Rope aspect of it. Uh, and they almost assigned NDAs or something because no, there's no, been no response right. online on So here is, is Keith Field's uh, play-at-home game for all of you. If you'd like to play... The very special game of exclusive screening of Andor at D23. Here's how you can have your own special virtual screening. Go to Walmart. Go to the Lego aisle. Walk up and down the aisle and look carefully. You'll be able to see the events of the entire Andor series play out on the boxes of the Legos alone. Oh, I can't believe they still do that. If it doesn't go deep enough for you, though, just go one aisle over because the action figures are waiting there. Between the to those two aisles, you'll have everything that those viewers got that's, to witness. That's interesting. And then we'll go to the, the thing. The robots are adorable. Sure. Well, they have to sell the kids. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Marvel. Now we get there. even some of that stuff. And you know what's funny? I try. I'm watching the Werewolf by Night thing. All right. Uh, are, am I the only one who thinks it looks bad? It, it doesn't cheap. Only look bad. I just don't know who they think eight -year -olds, wants this. Eight year olds. It's filmed for eight year olds. It it's bizarre. In no way. And I've I've harped on but this. But you know, the eight year olds didn't embrace big bad Beetleborgs, right? Well, no. Yeah, there's a certain level of just stupidity yeah. that a kid can see through. It, yeah. No, this isn't Power Rangers. No, you just get this away from yeah, me. Yeah, it, it looked gross yeah. and, and weird. And I, I did like seeing Man Thing. But, uh, but, uh, hey, but who, you know, it's like, uh, it's shot bad. It's shot bad. The handful of conversations I've had, there's a few people who are surprisingly passionate about Elsa Bloodstone, a character I've never given a fig about. Oh, yeah, because she's, um, you know. She's a hottie. She's a, she, yeah. she hits a certain. She's a Warren Ellis uh, yeah. redo character. He didn't create her, but. Oh, God, Paul. I suppose it's as good a place as any to admit to you. After, I love Next Wave. Yeah, yeah. I hate that they reincorporated those characters in a continuity. And anytime they show oh, up in a yeah. story, you know what it does? Kind of makes it California yeah. falling into the ocean. Uh, oh, that's a weird. Hashtag. Machine Man. 
the, right. It just so doesn't reconcile. It feels gross and broken. Oh, like an imaginary you, character is now a part of this Iron Man run. You mean the you mean the net the 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 next wave character showing up in Marvel? Correct. Feels like correct. At once. Next Wave was big, and Warren Ellis left that project alone. Uh, when they tried to retain those personalities for those characters, yeah. pushing them forward into the mainstream universe, yes. much less using that stupid Beyond Corporation, right, right, right. it didn't make sense, because that stuff doesn't reconcile with continuity. Right. Next Wave, uh, he tried... Wait, did it start? No, he, it was he, after it was he after left. He left. Yeah, it was yeah. all after he left. Yeah, it's because Blood... Well, I'll tell you multiple reasons. One, the next time Monica Rambeau showed up, it was immediately brought up because yep. she's too big of a character. Uh, everyone likes this version of Elsa Bloodstone yep. better. I don't. I oh, it's a, get, yeah. Go because ahead. original Elsa Bloodstone is like a sex pot Buffy the Vampire Slayer with more of a like, good girl vibe, she, yeah, even though she's very cheese. Yeah, yeah, super cheesecake. This her default, I think, was cutoffs. Right. Her default was like Daisy Dukes yeah. and like and like uh, tank tops that covered almost nothing. Yep. Um, so Warren Ellis made her into like a with badass. Victorian choker. Right. Uh, and Warren Ellis made her into a badass. Somehow taller. Somehow red hair. Yep. Chick. She looks nothing. This is not if you Long were an artist. Sass. She looks nothing like she did originally. I still want them to retcon that that Bloodstone isn't the original uh, Bloodstone. And but then we'd have two that. hot girls. Well, yeah. That's worth doing. Um. I see what you Good mean. Call. I see what you mean about next wave, yeah. but I don't mind it that much. All right, so back to the point. Uh, so Werewolf by Night, I'll watch it, but it's another yeah. like you watch that trailer and you watch the Secret Invasion trailer, oh, and they're man. trying to be like, look, a show for grownups, and then you're like, why ne can't they all be for grownups? Right. Number one, uh, and then there's Secret Invasion, and in Secret Invasion, for, I've watched that trailer a couple of times that now. Muddy, ugly, weird piece of glunk. There, I'm gonna tell you this, and this is gonna be controversial. Paul has some interesting takes. Their their height, the fact that you're not seeing the scrolls, that they're not saying scrolls. Correct. This is gonna be not the refugee scrolls because his friend is the the uh, good scroll. What's his face? I don't remember his name. Talos. Talos is confused. Mm -hmm. And when that when he assaults that one guy in the restaurant, then everyone becomes that guy. Yes. He's freaked out. Yes. Um, I think these are two things: multiversal scrolls, so they come from a different reality. Okay. And they that are is Paul Pitch One. This is oh no, this is like you know Pitch One. That's but your read all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And they're gonna be not possibility. Only, we'll right. Say. And not only that, they're they're Kang foot soldiers, which in the comics. He had these shapeshifters called space phantoms. Correct. Which are just like interdimensional. They look like 1950s humanoid aliens. I could go real deep, but I'm not going to. No, no, what no. What you yeah. said is perfect. Uh, so I think Marvel will just call these versions of the scrolls space phantoms. Rock on. Um, I heard one person criticize, like, yeah, but they just have a little bit of the scrolls only look different. They look mutilated. They're not mutilated, they're different. If you watch enough Star Trek, you, you notice color changes. That scroll that you see isn't feral and hurt. I, I, I thought you made a fair point on that, but, yeah. but I am not totally convinced He's, because it's so friggin' dark right. and muddy. That's not him wounded. That's right. that's what he looks like. All that's right. what that. And I think these scrolls are gonna be because they've ruined the scrolls in this universe. That's, Correct. That's I we've gone. I've gone on things on Captain Marvel. The craziest one is that she's again. They turn the scrolls into refugees. She's murdered women and children. And innocent scrolls, and she does not give two craps about that. Uh, so this these is my fight song, right? Yeah. 
crushing uh, babies. Head zone. Uh, so I think what you're going to do is you're going to get uh, these are going to be different reality scrolls. I, I don't know. And they're hiding, like, who uh, that last shot of Siri. Yeah. Well, like, who are you afraid What is it? Is something like, who are you afraid of? Or what are you, like. What are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? It's probably Kang. He's probably afraid of what Kang. What is it that you fear? Yeah, it's not the Skrulls. It's going to be, it's going to be Kang, maybe the Beyonder, <laughs> or something. I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying the Beyonder, but, like, something yeah. like that. It's not going to be Skrulls. I don't think you're far off, and I, I think, I'm glad you mentioned the Beyonder, because we can, we can take it that direction. Yeah, I think you're spot on. I think we're at a point now that, given the fact we've announced ahead of this, ahead of D23, that we're building toward the Kang boss fight of uh, uh, Wave 5, whatever, whatever it is, Phase 5, yeah. um, as our big bad, and we've known that for a while now, that at this point we better hurry up and start making Kang a credible threat. His mentions and appearances have been edited out of the garbage that has largely rolled out in the oh, past yeah. phase. He's only been in Loki. That's so there's, it. you're not building a universe. There's no grist to consider this a credible threat. Yeah. Other people? than the, the good faith that everyone is engendering well, this thing, myself included. Do you remember when people thought he was going to be mentioned in Spider-Man and Doctor Strange? Right. And then zero. Nothing. Zero. I mean, we don't even know from a narrative point, point so of view. So we better start tying things to this. So yeah, the idea of these scrolls being Kang's hand is is fine. Yeah. Uh, I think the jury's out on whether or not they will be Skrulls or even look Skrully. Because I'm not convinced with that wounded Skrull argument, but I think it's a solid argument. Right. Uh, but yeah, Space Phantoms, I think we have seen the symbolic structure here. That it's going to be about whatever the Marvel Cinematic Universe's Space Phantoms are versus the Skrulls. Which, which is too bad because I It's actually, a weird misuse and sideways use of right. the concepts. And I actually like Secret Invasion. I might not like it better narratively than Civil War. It just botched its end. He, oh, the ending, yeah, the ending he was stupid. He loves you was a total botch. Yeah, yeah. That reveal was... <clears throat> it's the, stupid. Yeah, it's the it's the Abraham. It's it's God with a capital G. Yeah, and, and you're like, wait. Like, not that's only not does it that... fly in the face of oh, decades yeah. of continuity, but you can't just bandy around the word God. No, it's that's not the same. It thing. doesn't work. It's it a wouldn't different be the planet. Thing. Nah. <laughs> uh, but everything else I loved. I love the um, but you, the, the whole str- yes. the, the idea behind it. Yep. Um, I do think uh, it would work better if. Bendis had just said uh, Spider-Woman was the queen. I don't know why he got cold feet. So Spider-Woman yeah. was supposed to be the uh, queen scroll Forever. For, like, since, like, the seven. Like, she died yeah. and she never came back. But I think he got cold feet or Marvel told him no. They didn't use it to clean up enough. Yeah. It was our chance to have a brilliant... We we finally had our chance to have a crisis to reboot whole characters. It was elegant in its simplicity. That Wolver- it's all, and that we would have still had our high ground of, but we didn't need to reboot the universe. The Wolverine scene still drives me crazy. Uh-huh. That someone who may or may not have been Joe Quesada nixed it because Wolverine was already a scroll in the Claremont issues, <laughs> and everyone's like, "Yeah, but it fixes why there's three Wolverine." Because basically, uh-huh. for everybody who doesn't know, Wolverine in that time was in the Avengers. The X Men, his solo title, and then sometimes in other teams, like people a random took team. It, man, people were they're like, "Oh my god, the it's going to be the Savage Land." There's going to be three Wolverines just looking at each other, and they didn't do that. And yeah. and uh, then you find out Bendis, by his words, said, "No, that was supposed to happen." And I'll I trust that. I couldn't do it because Wolverine was already a scroll in the '90s. I'll trust that for all the, the flack all, I give the fella. Yeah, but yeah. out of all the things you respect from the '90s. 
you're respecting that he was a scroll. Like uh, that's the dumbest thing I've ever yeah, heard. And, and that was a story that went over so dead. People oh, hated that. He reveal. even stole that cover. The Wolverine autopsy cover yeah. is the electric. Like he yeah. stole that from that storyline. So bad, man. Um, but I do like Secret Invasion. This one will be. I think it will have nothing to do with. Obviously, we'll have nothing to no, do with I the think comics. It, it will be, yes. And I think that the fellow we see everybody in that restaurant turn into, if they're just space phantoms, I'll bet you that's the character model of the space phantom. Oh, maybe. Like, And that he will then turn maybe. into other shapes. Maybe, yeah, maybe. And that's pathetic. Yeah. Because part of what made that character so cool was the, at times, frightening and at times, silly appearance, yeah. depending on yeah. who was making the sketch. Yeah, so that that's that, yeah, that's your secret invasion. But then, all but certainly, I, but I, but I will say, and I don't know uh, if we're rating things. I am uh, excited to see what it is until it's revealed. You know what I mean? Once it's I'll, revealed, I'll give a colder version of that. I'll say I am eager to find out the answer to these these gripey and and kind of sa saucy little yeah, questions. And I like Samuel curiosity, L man. Yeah, and I, I'll watch the Samuel L. Jackson series yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it comes down to it. Uh, I've seen just about everything that man has done in a theater since Goodfellas, and uh, yeah, that's right, my man sticks. I, I and uh, <laughs> had it raw. He got it raw pretty bad in that movie. Um, I will say too, uh, Werewolf by Night. All those people in those trailers are somebody. They're all Marvel. You think they're all going to? No, they are. Checked? No, they've already been. They've been told everyone oh, okay. that's in that trailer is a character. Yeah, shame we don't have Blade among those characters. No, I don't think he's going to be. He it, won't it, be in this. I know that's, he won't at all. But that would have at least given us that. But I want you to go through it and see if you could name the characters that are in that trailer because one of them does have a costume. Oh, oh, Somebody, oh really? Someone has a costume. Uh, oh the, wait, the, no, the hold on. Yeah, hold they're on. all named. Hold on. Do we have Doctor Glitter Knight? I don't know. Oh, now we've got some yeah. stuff happening here. Moondark. Yeah, okay. all that stuff. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Uh, the chick who gets her arm rip I... ripped off is somebody. Okay. So it's all okay. named characters. Okay. Now, are they going to be supporting characters from Tomb of Dracula? We don't Possibly. know. But... A random Nova villain, maybe. Maybe. But, but, but that's the risk you run when you, right. you're going after Bronze Age properties. So Werewolf by Night... Um, uh, Secret, Secret Invasion. What was the other trailer? All the announcements too. I, I tell then, you, we you know, knew all the armor war. Like they're making these announcements, and everyone's just like, "Yeah, duh. We know. We know went about back armor over war. The stuff we been know saying about for a year." Uh, they said nothing about the, the Scarlet Witch, as we said at the, the precept. Oh, but the big one, the big but thing, then, that Captain course, America was was the craziest. Were Captain America? I wanted to make sure we were taking care yeah. of everything else. Yeah, yeah. Captain America and Thunderbolts. Now, Captain America, I suppose, is the more bizarro, insano, I don't understand what's happening yeah. announcement. So, yeah. Paul, make the announcement to the people. Uh, apparently, the villain of the movie is the leader, the Hulk's main enemy. And it is. Arch enemy and it of is, the Incredible Hulk. And it is the Mr. actor. Mr. Samuel Stern. And it's the actor I'm blanking on from the Incredible Played Hulk. Played by the Buster Scruggs guy whose name I never remember. Right. He's Wonderful in, actor. He's in uh, the Edward Norton Incredible Hulk. Returning from the Edward Norton uh, Incredible Hulk. Who he, he played a demented little man who is helping the Hulk evade authorities by the name of Samuel Stern. And then every... Uh, Hulk doesn't know who he is. He just calls him Mr. Green. Mr. Green is revealed to ultimately be the soft villain of the movie, that he has saved Bruce and lured Bruce toward him in the hopes that he can get some of that sweet, sweet gamma blood and mutate himself because you know, he's crazy and weasley and, and such. 
It goes south. Bruce breaks away. The military uh, gets its fingers involved in the process. And during it all, some of Bruce's blood flows into a head wound, and we see his brain pulse. And this was the suggestion that, there you go, you have your cinematic leader. Of course, I assumed we'd never see any of this again, and here we are. What I didn't realize was when I asked myself, who should the United Captain Americas fight? You know, resurrecting a franchise for a new millennium, a new decade, a, a new lifetime. The answer should be yes. The Hulk's arch enemy. I, I it just it was in my face and I missed it. Yeah, very curse my blind eyes. And and I and I and someone brought this up. They haven't said if she's a she's probably gonna end up being a hero. Everyone's favorite Israeli mutant. Here Sabra. comes Sabra. Ooh boy! And th- so, ladies wh- and gentlemen, as I said to Paul days is- ago, and he didn't seem to appreciate this, and it really broke my heart. I'm going to give him a chance to to re- re- to fix history. Paul, I'm very happy for you that we have your first two mutant characters oh. and potential X people. I speak, of course, of Sabra, the Israeli superhuman who shoots fingernail spikes, and Kamala Khan. Yeah, his I, name is Marvel. I mean, like. Go X-Men! I could ignore... I mean, I think everyone is ignoring Kamala Khan. Oh, not me. But Sabra is an actual mutant. (laughs) What are you doing, Marvel? Well, she's the mutant of another land. And I wonder if they're doing this, they're not going to say she's a mutant or not until the movie. I guarantee you, you will not know. Paul, that's a fascinating idea. That every movie can now have a mystery character where to lure people in to find out whether or not right. they make them a mutant. Because here's the thing. Okay. They might not make her a mutant. Because they've done sure. that. In the, because Kamala Khan's... She might just be a hot might. Israeli Mossad agent with guns. Right. Because this is right. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Or maybe universe. the leader gave her powers or yes. something. Yes. But, like, I'm fascinated they think that bringing in... A mutant who has not been popular since well, the 90s. Well, and I like all the mutants, but like... And well, let's face it. I mean, how many people had heard about Pepe Larigo before they decided to fish him out of obscurity? Am I right? No, um... I'm I not f- talking about that Namor fellow. I'm talking about Pepe oh, himself. Oh, oh, forgotten Pepe, hero oh, of 1938. Oh, oh, yeah, that's, okay, yes. Continue. Continue. Um, I don't... I'm just fascinated by them choosing the leader. It's like they've chosen a Hulk villain. There are thousands X-Men, of villains. Oh, an God. X-Men ally, because she's never she was never a member of the X-Men, there's as far no, as I remember. There's no joke to make. It's just weird, right? It, it's like it's so random. Oh, and then and then uh the second Falcon is gonna get his powers in this. So that's the thing. And so, it's like, okay. Alright, so here's what I'll I'll throw out there in the way of, of Keith's weird thoughts. Maybe, maybe that's worthy of music. Rich, think about it. Okay, so... Is it me? Am I crazy that that Sam Wilson should be fighting the 1950s Captain America? <laughs> right? That, like, that would be that's cool. That's a movie. The grand director. Yeah, you have that okay. happen. So when, when Sam Wilson in the books took over as Cap, and that was a considerable length of time before it happened in the movies... Uh, the opening storyline involved his battles with one of uh, Cap's old enemies, Baron Zemo. And woven within this narrative that would involve Hydra and some other things, he fights a mad geneticist. They went with Cap's enemy, Dr. Carl Malice. Now, Carl oh, yeah. uh, did show up in a Marvel show. He showed up in uh, Alias, I believe, as the villain of the second season. I ran screaming from that season. Oh, yeah. So I'll, I'll just take the world's word yeah. for it. But obviously, it is what it is. A, a character based on this. Uh, Malice has been around in the book since the 70s. He was originally a Spider-Woman villain. Uh, he's just an evil geneticist. He wound up enmeshed with the Power Broker Organization. 
And that's where most fans would know him from. Yeah. See what Keith does for our listeners. Anyway, not even done talking about old old, old Carl Malice. Malice shows up in a lovely miniseries, uh, The Superior Carnage, back when Doc Ock was the superior Spider-Man. Uh, written by a fella, I believe, named Schnick, uh, who I like everything he's done. He's a good little cat. And I'm sure I said his, his name terribly wrong. Put an asterisk on that someone. I, I, I don't know who that is. I don't know who he's talking about. Or... Uh, uh, so in this, this book, Carl Malice joins the Frightful Four, who are central to the events of that story. Mm-hmm. And he winds up uh, getting ripped apart by Carnage. Very sad. Very sad. And I, I, it was a little off-panel, so my hope was it would be resolved as an off-panel res. When the resurrection was made, it's kind of weird. In this story, which is this issue of Captain America, it is revealed that Carnage tore off his legs and then ate him and shat him out. And when his remains were shat out, he found himself now the synthesis of Carl Malice and a poo symbiote. Oh, wow. That's where we're at, people. Wow. That's why I couldn't let this opportunity pass without revealing so this. I might... So w- instead of him, because he would then go on to start mutating homeless people to serve Hydra, and one of them got turned into an actual Falcon Man who is that Captain America, yeah. the Sam Wilson Captain yeah. America's Falcon. Falcon. So to replicate that story, we're going to replace Dr. Carl Malice, the poo symbiote, with the leader. I want to ask you, and even Rich, who isn't as enmeshed in this world of horror and madness as us, is who's the better villain to use? Poopoo geneticist or the Hulk's arch enemy? Who makes more sense? There is a secret third answer that is the none of the above. I, I don't want to set you up for failure because that's the real answer. You asked me two questions. Go better ahead. or makes more sense? Speak oh, from the heart, I know, Rich. I know where this is going. <laughs> because I think we I know, all I, know the I answer know is poo-poo geneticist. Right. right. Poo-poo symbiote. Yes. Right. By a Cleveland mind. But the, I know why they picked the leader. Because they only want to use, not only, but like, cap, like not to get behind the curtain, this Captain America movie cannot uh, make less money than Captain America, the other one. This because is, it's no matter Sam what Wilson, the hell happens with the rest of it, it's got to be huge. Yeah, so... You're bringing back one of the Tiffany Avengers. Well, it's also Sam Wilson as, oh, as Cap. That's but, what I'm but saying. But the other one is going to be... Well, that's my point, though, is that we're getting Chris... What's his no, face? No, we're not. He's not no, coming back Chris for this. Evans is not in this. I thought the whole announcement was he's it's no. going to backdoor him back. No, 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 no. That's not happening in this movie. No, that's... This movie is just Anthony Mackie fighting the the leader? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Paul is now instructing yeah, me. Yeah, you did not. Did you not hear no, this? No, you gave yeah. me the announcement. No, 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 Chris now Evans. Now you've done it. So he's not coming back for this? No. Thing? Ladies and gentlemen, here is the only way we can save this movie. A letter writing campaign to see to it that the poo-poo symbiote, Dr. Carl Malice, is indeed the villain. And we kick that Hulk so, villain onto the UFO so, and straight back to Sakaar. So the reason that the leader's in it is because they need an A-list villain. To start to build a uh, for secret uh, wars. Well, just having, just making sure that and this to movie start world building some super. Yeah, oh, so there's a lot fail. of different areas. Yeah, yeah, it's because now we're selling this movie on the leader. Yeah, this changes now, everything, Ev- Paul. Now, I'm, I'm dizzy, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because this, Chris Evans is not in this movie. Ladies this and is, gentlemen, this is Sam Wilson's movie. Ladies and gentlemen, this movie is going to fail in strange ways. Well, that's why Sopper's in it. Oh, my God. So that God. the X-Men fans will go see it. Yeah, this is some weird-ass crap, No, man. no, I mean, they don't... I mean, I, I like Sam, and I, I'm I am, curious, I am but confused and, 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 and dizzied and amazed by the, the realization. The only thing, the only thing 
that was making some kind of sense to me was in this weird scattershot way that they choose which story tropes to fuse into these films. They had randomly chosen that story about the new Falcon and Karl Pupu. Uh, as well, we like the slickness and simplicity of this video game beat. It was a story written by Remender, as a matter of fact. Right. Um, wait. Remender wrote The Sun? And, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable with that. I was going to say maybe it was Al Ewing, but no, I, I think it was Remender. Uh, anywho, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, Poo Poo Malice is now the way to go. Otherwise, I'm not going anywhere near this thing in the theater. <laughs> And, and is the long and short of so it. So the and what's this, the original? Uh, oh no! Yeah. If it doesn't have the original in it, I assumed it was we need a gene- no. evil geneticist because that's how we can de-age him. No, in a no, no. He's not, he's not way. in this movie. Oh my he's god! My this. lungs, my lungs are yeah. filling with poo poo symbiotes. Yeah. Also, uh, Isaiah, um, the, the Isaiah Bradley, uh, the, Isaiah Bradley's in it. Yes, the the, the character from Truth. Right, which was mined out in the TV series. Yeah, oh, so God. there's no. Yeah, no. They picked leader because okay, they so leader's going to fight the Sam Wilson Falcon. Yes, you're you're welcome, America. Yeah, it's for all of us. Now there are some people who are like it's still time to have secret villain, <laughs> which is Mephisto. No, not really. <laughs> but uh, but I I think they would have announced a, another villain, like a beat 'em up villain, like a like a Rhino or Bomb, someone from the fight. Uh, okay, but that's here, not gonna happen. Okay, here here are some things though. Uh, you know what'd be neat? Do that, but then the Stinger is again a gauntleted hand crushing a cup. And we oh, discover no. that Doom had played Doom's... a hand in manipulating no. the leader scenario. No, no, that I guarantee you so, won't happen. So that we, we're building the larger story that Dr. Doom is the most important thing moving but forward. But I think a Sam Wilson movie would have been better with him fighting... Dr. Doom. The, the, the Grand Director. Oh, well, I, it would have okay, been more okay. like... If, if we were going to have... Okay, if that talk, and I suppose it is disrespectful not to, in a way, to the the idea of the character, because I'm fine with the Sam Wilson uh, Captain America. Oh, me too. Uh, but he, and but, I'm fine with doing a movie about him, but not uh, sniping a rando villain yeah, from someone else's weird. franchise. It's weird. He would have been better fighting like a... But anybody! A, a, there are like so a, many... Like, dude, Nightshade. It's an oh, evil yes. geneticist yeah, yeah. in the Captain yeah, America yeah, franchise. Yeah. Uh, Baron Zemo. Now, I will grant you that Baron Zemo, uh, his role as an evil geneticist was largely supported by Arnim Zola. So, guess what? Bring back Arnim Zola. You do the one-two hit of Zola's head on a screen and Zemo doing the physicality of the villain. It was a cheaper way than yeah. doing uh, Zola as a trundling and, robot. And the leader is not its not picking up. like It's a lot of meh. And by but, the way, the leader's not an evil geneticist. He's an evil physicist. There, I've said it. Let me be the guy who scoops every other oh, talking head by yeah, saying he's that. Gam- he's gam- he deals with radiation. What he what built gel- ga- gelatin robots. What happens if you see him fight all these gamma men? What were they called? They weren't the humanoids. The humanoids. So the humanoids. I guarantee you. And that's what I was just going to say. Humanoids. Again, physicist. The humanoids' whole thing, their whole reason for pliancy, was that they use physics oh, against their no, foes. No, not the the humanoids. The gamma ones. Oh, the, the gamma Peter ones. David the, from the Peter that David. gamma group was specifically. I set off a bomb to create yeah, them. I not your evil geneticists, but you're gonna see them. You'll in the see them. In, maybe, maybe. Uh, Ogress, jailbait. I can't believe you didn't know. And hotshot. I can't believe you didn't. No, of you course not. Chris I would have been going nuts this. all weekend, dude. No, he's not. How many conversations we have about this? I didn't bring that up at all. There's zero. There's no zero. There's no. Chris Evans. Chris oh, then Evans. this is just the weirdest idea ever. Yeah. Hey, why don't we do, I don't know, the emergence of the Hobgoblin in the in the Captain America movie. It <laughs> right. has just as much to do right. with him as the leader. All right, well, that's just crazy and stupid. I'm glad that happened on air. Yeah, I'm, I, me too. That's I, a fun that's, adventure. That's, that is For real. all of you, the listening audience, 
Now, of course, the major announcement then, and and the tying of, of lies, uh, uh, and of you know why I opened with the whole bit about Scarlet Witch, is just that we got our Thunderbolts announcement. Now we had said last week what we had collectively learned from a variety of folks, and I will right. point out that while there are story beats that weren't hit in the announcement, that doesn't discount. No, and I. I but in the wake of the Scarlet Witch thing, that's me showing some humility to tell you there's always that chance. But there are certain story beats that I'm not convinced we're not going to No, the hear. Thunderbolts thing, too, is annoying. Make the announcement, Paul. Uh, uh, yeah, so they announced the lineup. The lineup was pretty much the entire lineup that was leaked, with the exception of Red Guardian, who was the only new person Correct. that was added. Correct. And there's no Zemo or Abomination or Titania. There's one... Zemo is probably going to be the villain in this. If he's, Zemo, not in, if he's not in the roll call, yeah. he's the villain. And that's the larger announcement, is that any one of these other characters is likely Ti still in the movie. Titania the is, Titania is probably can thing she, seems very well, the, you can bet on they're it. They're pretty much probably can fodder, is, yep. what, I'm, is what I'm like saying. Like I said, Suicide Squad style, they burn they're, through them early. Yeah, they're not going to be... Or they're used as a joke. Right, but the this lineup is the quote-unquote, I'm doing air quotes, real lineup of the movie. Correct. You know... The uh, and like and a lot of people were like harping, uh, not our listeners, but internet people, like, oh, the leaks were wrong. They literally every member besides Titania and Abomination Zemo are I, in this. My only thing it's is crazy. Why, why, why call them the Thunderbolts? I say we call them the Savage Land Mutates because they have as much to do yeah, with that lineup. Yeah. Uh, now, to be fair, uh, Winter Soldier was a, a Thunderbolt for five minutes. So was uh, Yelena. And well, Yelena as, as, her, as, as the, the, uh, the, the, the villainous uh, right. White Widow slash Black Widow right. was part of Norman Osborn's Thunderbolts, which is arguably a, a different animal, but you can get away with yeah. that. Um, oh, Taskmaster. Uh, the the undead task which master, was again which was in which the was, leaks which was part of the leaks and I, um, was affiliated with one man. of the ta the, the other thunderbolts group what a way to not read a room the hey, P I mean like man. taskmaster is a solid B list fan favorite and yeah. then just throwing him out the window for a the, character that could be called anything a character that is so problematic it helps dewokeify arguments about any one of the films yeah, and their initiatives. Yeah, that's a dude in that stunts yeah. in the stunt uh -huh. suit. And and that's like, usually where those talks need to go to to just end them once and, and for and all. And she's I've said no one likes new characters. And the same thing with, with Ghost. Ghost has the yep. same problem. No one likes new characters because they're not gender swapped. Oh, and that is worth saying as well that the the canon version of the Ghost, the creepy magnificent supervillain of the same name. Uh, was a member of the one of the the, yeah. the darker uh, versions of the team, so having that character on the team is something. It's lip service, but again, you have to point out that's not the ghost. There's no. nothing about and, that character and again, at all. She's that's not. The ghost. A, she is not a gender swap. She's a she completely is, different person. Uh, yeah, exactly. Playing the ghost. Same thing with this lady Taskmaster. This is not. Right. Uh, the, the, this is Zombie uh, Robot 49. This is, yeah, this is a, this is not a gender swap. This is Comrade a new Zombie character. Robot 49. Um, I don't Dude, I would love her so much if her name was Comrade Zombie Robot again, 49. I wish I was a corporation. Start the letter writing campaign, people. I'd love it if I was a corporation where I bought thousands of characters and I said, you know what? We're going to pay somebody <sighs> to create a new version of this character and not use the one that we own. It's baffling to me. It's insane. And before anyone starts to... There are 
so many better female Thunderbolts characters that could be in this. Mm-hmm. Songbird. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Universally uh, beloved Songbird. Yeah, Moonstone could uh, be in this. One uh, of everybody's favorite villainesses. Yeah, uh, J- uh, Jolt could be in this. It's crazy I that they guess. think that, you know, it's, <laughs> but you know what I mean. I know exactly uh, what you it's, mean. It's crazy. Uh, and, and it's worth mentioning. I am a huge, 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 huge fan of the Thunderbolts franchise. Was from the onset. And and we will continue discussing the, the announcements about the movie, but I, I feel it is worth mentioning for the uninvested or the less invested or the curious that the Thunderbolts as a thing has a bit of a comic pedigree. I figured we could Spend five oh, minutes yeah. to chat yeah, about yeah. it. Uh, back in the 80s, when Kurt, Kurt B., one of my heroes, who we talk about a lot on the show, mm-hmm. Kurt Busiek, uh, was on the, the other side of the talent pool. He was an editor and a, a support organ of, of Marvel in the 80s. He still was a creative. He was still involved with plenty of books. And uh, one of those books, uh, kind of behind the scenes, was when Roger Stern was working on The Avengers. In a legendary story that folks tend to remember is the siege on Avengers Mansion, which was when uh, the the current or the more well-known Zemo helmet, the sun, came into his own as a supervillain, created the largest and most worthy uh, inheritors of the name of his father's group, the Masters of Evil, and thrashed the Avengers beyond all recognition, nearly killing Hercules and Jarvis, destroying Avengers Mansion, holding New York at bay until a new network of heroes were able to break through and save the day in an epic storyline. Behind the scenes, the storyline was supposed to go differently. As Kurt had envisioned it with Roger Stern, it was going to be that Avengers start disappearing for a variety of different reasons, that the team starts to thin. Cap's the only guy left. So in that same style as when the team first went through a shakeup and we had a whole new team of reformed villains, he, as the people were leaving the team, these bright, happy, new heroes were going to be showing up. Heroes with names like Songbird and Citizen V. And there would come a day when all of the Avengers were the masters of evil that had been organized by Baron Zemo. Oh, that's very cool. So That's very cool, actually. That was That's how far back the Thunderbolt scenes go. That Masters of Evil storyline grew out of that. Right, 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 right. And it established Zemo. And then years and years later, uh, as we came out of the 90s, as we went into the the rise of the Busick, uh, what I would call the Marvels era of Avengers, of hopeful and bright stories that once again drew deep into the back catalog of characters and continued old and open storylines, the Thunderbolts concept was revisited after the Onslaught storyline in which all of the uh, dyed-in-the-wool heart of the Marvel Universe was removed and outsourced in the Heroes Reborn event, which produced a lot of lovely things and a lot of weird controversies, which we've talked about before. But not to get sidetracked, one of the brilliant and glorious results of this experiment was that Kurt was allowed to launch a Thunderbolts monthly series in which a new team of bright, hopeful heroes step in to fill the vacuum left by the departed of Fantastic Four and Avengers, and they unmask in secret as the masters of evil. 
that they will win the public's trust by playing the greatest of heroes and also fulfill their villainous goals while playing superhero to the world. It was brilliant, it was dynamic, and it was just ahead of the internet enough that you could still surprise somebody with a last page reveal at the end of that first issue. So Disney decides that we're going to get a Suicide Squad for the Marvel Universe. So Disney decides to Suicide Squad then. So the larger talk there, I guess, not in their defense, but in acknowledgement, is that After Kurt would leave that book after several years, it would go through a variety of inheriting hands, and most of them would keep that spirit of the villains as heroes alive in one capacity or another. Obviously, it led to redemption arcs for most of those villains, and some of them have become beloved franchise characters. I get a Suicide Squad vibe from this. The Suicide Squad vibe comes out of the eventual inheritance of the Marvel Knights era Marvel Universe, where everybody creators uh, from the Joey Q stable, and I don't say that as a derogatory, just, yeah, just, just the you know that era of the bullpen, they dug the idea of making the Thunderbolts some sort of Suicide Squad, and and I don't, there's no larger like moral component to that. I, I get it. Different editors view I, the world in different ways. I just, well, well, and we should also backtrack. To but this. They, those versions of those characters yeah. have a lot of fans as well. Yeah, and but and but this lineup has. No, like you said, no Thunderbolts. I would argue you know. just that the Black Widow justification and kind of the Winter Soldier. Yeah, but you put them in a Captain America franchise. Like, I'm oh no, playing, I get it. I'm We're also in a world in which mogul. the leader is has been chosen over the rightful <laughs> right. Dr. Carl Malice Pupu right. as the main villain of and, the Captain America we, franchise. And we should point out too, the Thunderbolts don't die. That's like they're not the Suicide Correct. Squad. They don't. Correct. They don't have guaranteed they're, they're, This idea of acceptable losses isn't part of it. So yeah, I still say you're going to get your Titania and you're going to get Abom- your Abomination. They'll be, they'll be your acceptable yeah. losses, or just a gag somewhere yeah. down the rotate. I think. I think um, well, Titania. She's already said stuff about not wanting the role. Correct. Like she's, so she might be dead. Uh, Tim Roth, I'm assuming, was paid ridiculous amounts of money to do She-Hulk. Right. So I don't think he... I doubt he's going to want to show up in something. And it's like, you know, someone or other pointed out, uh, and I, I, I thought it was clever. I think it was... Uh, regardless, something about... The fact, like, okay, what's their power pool? And the answer is, there isn't one, right? No, 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 no. You know, people used to make that crack about the Suicide Squad with Harley Quinn. What's she going to do against a rogue Superman? What's this team doing against? I still like that joke where uh, someone on YouTube made a video and they're like, "Uh, who, behind these guys? Who's behind, the guys behind them? And they're like, no, no, this is the team. And the the argument is always, well, the Enchantress is a magic user, blah, blah, blah. Okay, Remember, just send her. Yeah, right. Just send the Enchantress. That was one of the many problems with it, the first Suicide Squad like, film. You know, it's it's like, oh, it's a crocodile guy, two guys with weapons. And then when we see them out in the field. Well, apparently we should have just been sending her all Because the crocodile guy wasn't needed. We could have sent Roy in an iron lung. Right. You don't need Pepe Larigo to do that kind of right, swimming. Right, right. Uh... And now, make no mistake, I like this James Gunn Suicide Squad made more sense. Oh, such a gift. And God I gar- bless you, Mr. And G. And I think this T-Bolts movie is going to be based on that. I think it's going to be a heist or something, or a mission, hey, government mission. You ain't mission. off, Daddy. You uh, ain't Elaine off. is going to say, hey, go do this. Maybe we get a scroll reveal during the movie. Because apparently we won't get it in the show because it comes Secret Invasion right. comes out before T-Bolts. But, yeah, so they won't about, ruin it. Think about what threat they have to meet in order to showcase that selection of vanilla nobodies. It's going to be Zemo, so I say it's going to be Zemo Hydra. I think we bring back Hydra as Hydra yeah, by now. Yeah, yeah. 
because they like evil organizations like Damage Control. Have you heard? Have you heard the really nasty rumor that I I could see Disney doing, which would piss everybody off? I stand ready to be pissed. The Thunderbolts. Not fight. too ahead. Go ahead. They fight the Thunderbolts. They fight the real Thunderbolts. That's the eh. rumor. That's Zemo's. Like he makes. Where's anybody getting that from, though? Uh, I don't trust it. They're getting leaks because uh, what's this, the reason why people think Zemo's in this is because he said the actor said I le I'm le I'm the leader of the Thunderbolts. Mm. So he's not in the lineup, which means he's mm. not the leader. So uh, no, he, he could still be the leader. I'm st I'm saying that even oh, after that announcement, he could still maybe. be the leader. Yeah, but if he's the villain, he's leading his because his Thunderbolt the Thunderbolts even their level of power except for Atlas I, is on par with yes. this team, right? I, it's, yes. it's just a tech guy. Uh, uh, Songbird has sonic powers. It's not anything crazy. Ultimately, maybe they'll they'll defy all of our expectations. Maybe you know, ultimately we're entering the best timeline ever. And if their home and is So ends another episode of Infinite Geek Talk. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to find the Rat's Nest Studios on Facebook for news, updates, and to keep the conversation going. Don't forget to rate and review the show to help spread the word. Infinite Geek Talk is brought to you by Infinite Heroes Comics, Cards, and Collectibles in Watertown, Connecticut. Infinite Geek Talk is a Rat's Nest production recorded and engineered by Rich Johnson in the Rat's Nest Studio. Obviously the most powerful mind we've ever dealt with.